listening to AM 1490, WWPR, Bradenton, Sarasota, Tampa Bay. And now it's time for Terror Shut up and sit down. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another fine edition of Paraprobe. And I have been robbed. Unlike totally last week. Totally robbed. Yeah, last week's show, we uh, had Christopher St. Booth on. We did this oh, God. awesome interview. I mean, it, uh, the things that came out of my mouth were biblical. It was I, I did that yeah, awesome of it, an interview. It, it was beautiful. And you were totally clear in the mic, and it did not come through and on the upload. Nothing so nothing. we have to apologize for I that. gave the cure to cancer live on air, and every one of you missed it. That's awesome. Yep. It's hot. It's it really is hot, hot in here, here, man. Man, I don't know what happened to AC. It's like really, really hot in It's here. like 80 degrees in here, bro. I know, right? It's hot. It's hot. It's getting hot in here. No. Okay, fine. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, folks, shut up, sit down. It's another episode of Paraprobe. Yes. And from the Mariana Trench all the way over to the Sea of Japan, even as far as Key West, we are talking about critters and seas. We are sea talking monsters. about sea monsters. Sea monsters? Oh, wait, hold on. I read that wrong. It's sea monsters. Yeah. There we go. I thought it was sea monsters. Stop reading and start talking, buddy. All right. So uh, today on the show, we're going to be talking about uh, the reports and stuff of sea monsters you know, from around the world that have happened in like all throughout history. Uh, some of them have turned out to be true. 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 And some of them not so much. Um, and at the end of the show, about the last 10, 15 minutes, um, this is in regards to uh, the interviews that we did with Mr. Herbert Eric Stevens. Yeah. And the last 15, uh, 15 minutes of the show, we're going to be giving our take um, from the takeaways of those interviews. Um, we're also going to be having the station manager, Valerie Silver, going to be calling in. Um, she will be getting her takeaways because she was the first one who broke the story on Eric originally. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, then it turned into us, you know, carrying on with a three-part, you know, series with him. And it has gained a lot of traction. Yep. A lot. So, uh... So the pressure is definitely on not to hang up on our call-in. <laughs> exactly. So basically what we plan on doing is at the very end of the show, like the last 15 minutes, we'll be doing that. We'll be giving our takeaways from all that. Because we've had a lot of people asking, what did we think of his story? So we're going to let you guys know. We're going to let you know what we thought. Um, and, of course, like I said, you know, we'll be talking with Val. Uh, and, of course, I believe there might be one other person calling in possibly. I don't remember, but if they do, we'll take their call, too. And then after that, there's going to be a five-hour block of the past interviews with him and his story. I'm telling you right now, folks, for the ones who did not catch those interviews prior, you have to listen to this story. Uh, this is a story that involves corruption, scandal, the government, big tech, major companies. And, and this is not a, a fictional story. This is her Allegedly. Story. Allegedly. You know, this is his story that he is telling and sharing about what happened to him. And then what we want you to do is listen to those shows, and then you be the judge. You make your own you decision. You be the but judge. But I have a feeling this might be something you guys may be seeing all over the news in the near future, possibly. And, hey, if you if you say you ain't got time for it, look, go on WWPR.com, 
And I don't know about uh, Samsungs or Androids or anything like that, but on iPhone, it'll still play if the phone is locked. Yeah, so it you is can... 1490wwpr.com. There you go. Thank yeah. you. You're welcome. There we go. See, this is this is why we compliment each other. We exactly. correct each other, keep each other out of legal trouble, you know. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it is, it is true, yeah. Um, and then, you know what? I felt cold air blow behind me. Did the AC actually kick on? No, <gasps> it was a ghost. <laughs> That's okay. Just all the stands right here. That'd be fine. Yeah, no. Come over here, ghost. Come yeah. here. <laughs> come here, little boo. <laughs> so, uh, For different reasons, we need ghosts right now. <laughs> We're not investigating. We're just hot. We're just hot. <laughs> Getting hot in here. Ladies and gentlemen, summer has kicked in in full force. Yes, big time. You know, we don't really have a spring. We go from uh, winter to, holy cow, it's hot. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, there, there's really no in between for us in Florida. Um, so, anyways, so we had that going on right at the end of the show. Uh, come to find out when they had discussed this, I guess on Reddit, there had been multitudes of views on Reddit about this story. And I'm talking into the hundreds of millions range, we found out. Uh, and then beyond that, I actually walked into an office and uh, it, they person there knows me and knows I do the show. They had asked me, like, you know, how's the show been going? I'm like, oh, pretty good. And I happened to bring up about that particular interview. They freaked out and shut their door. They're like, you guys are the ones they're talking about all over Reddit. So I guess apparently our story had been trending all over Reddit. Yeah, I couldn't find it. Yeah, I couldn't find it either. So, <laughs> But he, he knew about it, so it was kind of crazy. Okie dokie. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, Anyways, moving on down the road. Do you want to start? Or you want to start? Uh, tell you what, you go ahead and start off, and uh, I'll fill in the blanks or shoot blanks, whatever. Wow. I mean, you can do what you want in that regard. I'm not even on it. I ain't got to brought it up. I ain't prepared for nothing. Oh my dear I God. I still have man. Emma Watson really? up on the freaking Wikipedia. Dude, you are like so <laughs> scamming hard on Emma Watson, bro. Boy, look, I tell you what. You know what? We're like. Apparently, we're only like four years apart in an age, and bro, she's hot. She's crazy, but oh, she's yeah. hot. Yeah, absolutely. I yeah. mean, that that's not necessarily a bad combo there, because I mean, I that that that's my type. Crazy. Oh, dude, <laughs> man, in my younger days, man, for like dating, I could, okay, I could walk into like a club, be packed, wall to wall, three hundred and fifty people in that bar. Come out with a crazy chick. I come out with a woman <laughs> that is the most psychotic. I, somehow, the the one that was the you know, the sweepstakes of craziness, I hit the lotto every time and wound up leaving with that phone number every time. Nice. Yeah, that was me. All I right, we're going to magnet. start off in the great big waters of Idaho. Wow. <laughs> Idaho actually has waters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, okay. uh, there's a thing called the Bear Lake Monster, and it was highly encouraged by the indigenous people there. And uh, there's been several reports of it back in the day, nothing recent. But uh, they described it basically as a big old alligator with red eyes. Really? So, I mean, like, it's it's plausible. I mean, yeah, very. It, so, I don't really express this much, but there's a lot of a lot of podcasts I listen to, and a lot of them are like water and conservation based and all mm-hmm. that because I'm a water guy. You know, we are water guys. And uh, there was a recent episode on one of the podcasts I listened to, Bent on the Mediator podcast, you know, yeah, yeah. network. Um, and they were talking about brook trout and how settlers and explorers were moving brook trout with them 
over to the West Coast. So now they're invasive species over there, but they're beloved on the East Coast. On the West Coast, they hate them because they eat all the good fish oh. and throw off the ecosystem and stuff. So Kind of like how we got lionfish down here in Florida. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and they're delicious. Uh, keep killing them, people. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, just this is totally plausible to me, and it's the most plausible one here. Let me read an excerpt here from this place because uh, – the legend of Bear Lake Monster made life a little more exciting for the pioneers. Some people have claimed to see it and gave descriptions of it. Throughout the years, no one has ever disproved the Bear Lake Monster. A bunch of scientists tried to discredit the monster and said it was a huge codfish that was shipped from the east, hence the conservation. Mm-hmm. Does the Bear Lake Monster exist? Where is the description? Did you like pause for a dramatic effect or did you get lost? Nope. All right. The monster... All right, the interesting thing is that all the reports have pretty much the same description. The monster's eyes were flaming red. Its ears stuck Flaming. Out. Shut up. Sorry. You said you were going to cut loose. <laughs> uh, the monster's eyes were flaming red, and its ears stuck out from the sides of its skinny head. All right, we're going to pause right there. All right, so you were talking about a fish that looks like Alfred E. Newman, then. Basically. Okay, um, gotcha. No, 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 no. Um, well, look, if my dork fish. What sea critter do you know has ears? I can't think of one that actually has. I ears. don't think there is one. Yeah, not that I you can know. think of. I mean, I know there. I mean, I obviously I know that there are fish. I mean, sharks have ears, but they're not. Yeah, no, sticking no. out. It's, yeah, yeah, stuck out from the sides of its skinny head. Yeah, its body was long, resembling a giant alligator, and it could swim faster than a galloping horse. Wow. Which it, one horsepower ain't that fast, people. Yeah. Let's be real. That's true. It has small legs and a huge mouth, big enough to eat a man. So I mean. The potential Small obvious. head, huge mouth, ear sticks out. <laughs> My ex. You're going to make me cuss tonight, but we're going <laughs> to find the night, boys. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I... Turn you volume on. Yeah, it's like... Nobody really wants to hear side. you. They're all about me. That's why I turned you down last time. Look, <laughs> I had this mic in front of my face, and I'm not really hearing it that loud. I had this long, big, black... Mike in front of my face, and I just can't hear anything. Tyson? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. No, but, I mean, seriously, what – it could plausibly be an alligator, but the ear yeah. thing – The mean, ear thing throws it off. Yeah. yeah. I don't know much about the waters in Idaho, of all places. Aside from <laughs> like I said, they're fresh. never knew they had it, but whatever. Yeah, yeah no. I knew they had rivers and stuff because – Well, I'm sure, yeah. There's quite a few homesteaders out there, but it just yeah. – uh, I, that one caught me off guard. First of all, it's a sea monster in Idaho. <laughs> like, True. Uh, yeah. The, the last place you would ever expect. <laughs> I mean, seriously. That'd be like saying, you know, hey, we found Atlantis. Where was it? Montana. You it know, could, it could be. Yeah. I mean, well, it could you be gotta in think India. the Earth was covered by a vast majority of water for, you know, most of its, you know, career of becoming a planet. <laughs> a career yeah. of becoming a planet. And then eventually, you know, the <laughs> ties receded the whole nine yards. I mean, uh, they in find the scientific me- field, we call that development. Exactly. <laughs> they find megalodon teeth, I mean, in the mountains. So there you go. Ah, uh, speaking of which, come on. Nice oh, segue. Yeah. Hit me. Hit oh, me. Oh, we will be talking about the Meg. No, right now. The Meg. Excuse me, I had to burp. Sorry. Too many monsters. All right, so with the Meg, all right, for the longest time, people have assumed that the Meg no longer exists. Now, for people out there who don't know what the Meg is, I'm not talking about the woman who lives on the block and, like, talks to cats. I'm talking about Megalodon, okay? That's a shark. It's a shark to be estimated that can grow up to lengths of about 70 feet long, okay? To put that in perspective, imagine a shark that is attacking you 
that's the length of like two school buses. Or a good size boat. Yeah, that too. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, when they first was talking about the Megalodon, they assumed, they assumed, of course, that the Megalodon basically went extinct roughly over like a million and a half years ago. Until a couple of people had found some teeth of the Megalodon, had them carbon dated, and it was as close as only a thousand years ago. If it was around just about a thousand years ago, there's a good possibility that, yes, maybe some might still be around. And I'll give an example why. Mariana Trench. The movie Meg was kind of based on that, where this thing was down into the volcanic waters to stay warm. Because there is, there, you know this as well as I do, in the water, there is different temperature layers mm-hmm. in the water as you get deeper. Sometimes it's colder, sometimes it's warmer. So something like that could move its way down to the vastness and the darkness and, and actually survive down there in that type of heat because it is going to survive off the warmth of the water. Not to mention, in fact, that in that water, it's also producing a lot of good nutrients that it needs. Mm-hmm. And also, too, well, all the other vast sea creatures that stay down at those levels, it's got a huge amount of a feeding supply. And that's the important thing. I mean, those nutrients, yes, it gets those nutrients, but it gets it through its food, most likely. Yeah. And you got to think, a creature that big has to eat a lot. A lot. I mean, what was it? I think the uh, Apatosaurus, that big old giraffe-looking dinosaur. Mm-hmm. Ate about 1,200 pounds of food a yeah. day. Yeah. A day. Yep. I mean... The- well, here's the thing, though. Like, a great white will eat a vast amount of food in one shot, but it can go for long extended periods of time without eating. The only time they really get vast, uh, like, ferocious, like, appetites, especially, like, a you know a real shark, like a great white, uh, basically is, like, either if they're pregnant, you know, and the females, because they obviously got to start to, like, a regular woman, they got to take in more food because they're eating for two, basically. The amount of food a shark eats depends on its size more than anything. In yep. general, sharks eat between 0.5 and 3% of their total body weight each time they hunt. For a comparison, a person eats approximately 2% of their body weight every day. Most people. Normal people. <laughs> yep. Sharks only eat hunt once every few days, though. Well, and the other thing is, too, that with something like that, like the Meg, people are saying, well, if it's that big, you know, wouldn't we have seen it by now or wouldn't it have washed up? Okay, first off, sharks don't wash up. Their bodies are made, you know, mostly just muscle, you know, but their bones are cartilage. It decays. It's not bone bone. Well, not only that. I mean, so <clears throat> you got to think. Planets, what, 70% water? Yeah. 60, we've, 70? We've only explored about 20%. Yeah. And uh, just recently, people have seen corpses of sperm whales. Now, sperm whales are about that's a similar size. I'm not going to oh, yeah. say the same size. I'm but they are big. Very yeah. big. Yeah. And they're not hard to find, you wouldn't think, but most of the time when we find them, they're on the ocean floor and usually found by nerds running an ROV on an oil supply vessel yep. and uh, mm-hmm. checking out a blowout preventer on an oil rig. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there was a video of a, uh Australian Coast Guard mm-hmm. um, that was doing a training exercise and had a helo pulling up a diver from out of the water. And there appeared to be a shadow of a shark about 60 feet long, the estimated, that swam underneath him. I'd poop. Uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> he would not be able to find me through all the urine and feces. Yeah, yeah. That would be my, my defense cloud to get oh, away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, but long story short, is it possible? Yeah, because let's be fair and be real. Anything is possible. Is it likely? Probably not. 
And that's to be fair. You know, but it could happen. I mean, the – what is that thing called? The coelacanth. The coelacanth was a prehistoric creature. Uh-huh. Thought to be extinct 30 million years ago. Yeah, and guess what? Ta-da! They found one. and found a bunch of them. Uh, we have like 200 in captivity, actually, in aquariums around the world. Hold on. We're, we're, yeah. So a coelacanth is a fish, okay, for people out there who are not familiar with it. Big old bony fish. Yeah, and it was believed to have been extinct like over 30 million years ago. And now all of a sudden we have like at least 200 that we know of that are actually in captivity right now, you know, like in aquariums around the world. And they were thought to be extinct 30 million years ago. You know, so same thing with like, a matter of fact, basking shark. They thought the basking shark had gone extinct until we found one. (laughs) And now we're starting to see more and more of them. The scary thing is, though, I think that I think everything's starting to go full cycle. And you want to know why? Mm. Through all the recent... um, uh, events of study and research that they that they have far gotten better with in science, you know, with like sharks and other water species and such. Sharks are getting bigger again. Oh yeah, yeah. It, and as a matter of fact, there's been quite a few estimated attacks from a shark. There was a swimmer that unfortunately has succumbed to his wounds. The they wound up according to the bite radius through him and the board because he almost got bit in half. They estimated the shark to be well over 20 feet long, well over 20 feet, and probably weigh in excess of about 5,000 pounds. Bro, that is not even cool. That is, to put in perspective, the size of Jaws in the movie Jaws. Because Bruce, the shark, yep, in the movie Jaws, was guesstimated at 25 feet long, weighing in at 3,000 pounds. And for watching that movie, you've seen how big that shark was. Imagine a shark that size is really existing, and that was right off, that was literally right off the coast, where the surfer got attacked. It was a surfer. He wasn't out diving. He was right off the, off the beach. And it could happen. That's our shark. <laughs> got doll's eyes, lifeless eyes. I've, yeah, I've seen that movie like a million times, oh, all-time dude. favorite movie. Yeah, I do need to watch it again. Uh, oh, I love it, man. Yeah, now, uh... <laughs> so, I'm putting it out there that for my answer for that one, I'm going to say that it is possible, but probably not likely for the Meg. I think it may be out there. I think 100% it could be out there. I mean... <clears throat> well, you know what? It's not to say that, well, maybe there might be Megs in existence, but maybe they're smaller. Just because of... You know, everything adapts and changes throughout, you know, throughout time. I can know. get on board with that. I mean, yeah. so maybe all, it's like 30 feet instead of the whole 70 For feet. all we know, great whites could be megs. And now that, you know, oceans are kind of, I don't want to say the oceans are getting cooler, but they're so awesome. The uh, the polar ice caps are melting. Duh. And yeah. there's a lot more uh, cold water up that way. Yeah. So, I mean, like, it, it's a possibility. Y'all need to shut up. You ever get in one of those group chats, like, and oh, yeah. they just start blowing that. it up at <clears throat> the wrong time? Yeah, because I, I start blocking people like that. I hate it when, like, we're doing the show and people know we're on air and then want to start texting me for a conversation. Oh, no, no, no. They weren't texting me. They were texting each other. I hate it. <laughs> so, um, I'm going to hit you with one. It is called Gumbo. Gumbo number five. <laughs> It was the name given to a carcass of an unidentified large marine animal that was reportedly washed up on Bungalow Beach in Gambia. 
It was found by 15-year-old Owen Burnham on, what is that, June 12th, 1983. And it looks very similar to a prehistoric marine creature. Okay. Um, it had nostrils. It So it looked like, you know those alligators were flippers mm-hmm. that you always see? Yeah, yeah. It looks like that except smooth. Okay. And, yeah, no, that's what they purportedly found. Supposedly, the head was sold to a uh, tourist, which was about 4.5 feet in length. Holy crap. And, yeah, <laughs> big old head. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, that makes our alligators look like little girls. Um, uh-huh. It just, yeah, no, it was massive. But they have tried to exhume the carcass because they buried the carcass nearby. Mm-hmm. And they've never been able to find the carcass, the bones, any indication that there was ever an, actually an animal there. Really? So it's fake. Already. <laughs> and, well, law enforcement, we call that a clue. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. Um, no, I just, I like the name of that one, so I picked it. <laughs> All right. Gumball. Well, you know what? Here's another one. Oarfish. Think about the oarfish. The oarfish was believed to be extinct for a very long time, too. Oh, yeah. You know, and now an oarfish, too. If you have never seen an oarfish and you saw one in the water, you would be like, oh, sea serpents are real. Because <laughs> imagine a, a football-shaped head, in a sense. That's well-rounded and all that, but the rest of the body is flat like an eel, and it's really, really long. And, I mean, they, they've had those oarfish up to, like, I think, uh, I think it's like 10 feet, something like that. It was pretty big, like 10 feet long. Yep. Now, in the water, if you've never seen an oarfish before, you'd be like, oh, my God, sea monsters are real. They exist. <laughs> I found the baby one. It's real. <laughs> yeah. I wonder where mama's at, you know. And then and, my mama's at, my mama's at. So... Now, if you're curious about what an oarfish looks like, I am putting it up on the Instagram... As I speak, Jesse the Caffeinated on Instagram, yeah. um, hashtag Parapro. Look at the fish that we found recently with human teeth. Those fish are creepy. They're creepy. They need to be killed. I don't care. You're talking about sheepies? Dude, I'm all – look, okay, I'm all about – you know me. I'm all about water conservation, you know, saving species in the water, all that. You and I are water guys. But sheep's head. No, right. it's not a sheep's head. It's a different kind of fish. I forgot the name of it, but they found it over in China, I believe. And it looks like a human face almost with human teeth. Kill it. <laughs> radiation. That's, it, that's it's radiation. just creepy. It's just yeah, creepy. No, that's, yeah. uh, that's some end time stuff right there. Those are some radiation. Yeah. Yep. 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 Nope. nope. Biohazard. Mm-mm. Nope. And it's green. Not doing it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's not much that really creeps me out, you know, by just the look alone per se. That creeps me out. It's yeah. yeah. Kill nah, it. I can't imagine. If I don't like it, kill it. Like, I, I'm sorry, I can't eat anything with a human face. That just wouldn't work for me. Like, I mean, like, <laughs> you I, lie. I, <laughs> fair. <laughs> Let, let's rephrase this. I I, I can't um, ingest anything. There you go. Okay, that right. has or had a human face prior to that. I mean, like, yeah. I couldn't eat an ape. You know, I couldn't eat any primate. You know, I. Man, when you see like the the videos of like the people over in the in the you know far off little Malaysia countries and stuff, you know they're like cracking their skulls open. Remember the old movie Faces of Death? Dude, they had a video of that where they're showing them doing that, cracking the skulls open to eat the brains out of it because it was chilled too. I, I don't, like I don't understand cannibals. Yeah, I I, I couldn't do like, it. Like yeah, that scene in Hannibal. Where he's like literally eating dudes' brains, firing them up, and he's talking and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm like, no, no, I nope. had, I had to leave, mm-hmm. dude. Like I don't have a sensitive stomach. I'm not like, 
I'm not real. Well, let's face facts. Pleasing. We're Southerners. We eat weird stuff. We do. Well, I mean, but and I spent that, a no, long time over far. in Louisiana, bro. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I, look, those people survive by eating things before it ate them. Let's that's let's true. be real. That's a good point. Yeah. I mean, and you got to have respect for that because I mean, survival of the fittest, bro. And bro, they are the fittest. You, you <laughs> that's true. Yeah. You know, you can't invade Louisiana. <laughs> like, yeah. Good luck. <laughs> All of us down here in Florida are going to sit back and eat popcorn and laugh and watch. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you live stream that one for us. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> first of all, like, I don't think they have a wait time for buying firearms. They may have instituted one in the past couple of years. I, but honestly, like, I'm not all up on the laws and regulations over in Louisiana. I'm not sure. Yeah, I try to be. It's 50 states, a lot of laws. Yeah. Too many. But, so. but like, oh, first of all, they eat anything. Oh, my God. Alien invasion in Louisiana. You know that's going on a recipe oh, somewhere. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, Ed, that is going to wind up on a menu somewhere. You got now. some of that down, mushroom boudin. I got some mushroom creme boule. All right, so moving on. The next one I want to talk about is Champ. Have you ever heard of Champ? No. I don't. I'm, I'm maybe. I, Lake I, Champlain. All right. Is that like a plesiosaur? Uh, yes, it is believed to be. All right. So in Lake Champlain, and uh, there was believed to be this almost like a Loch Ness type monster, right? That is over in Lake Champlain, which is uh, the huge lake is right in between Vermont and New York. It actually goes over both states. All right. It's massive. So multitudes of people have seen what they obviously called him Champ. That's his nickname for being in Lake Champlain. Uh, people have caught video, pictures, all kinds of weird stuff that for all intents and purposes could look like it is a giant sea monster underwater swimming okay you know seeing the little humps come up like you see in the old Loch Ness videos and stuff yeah now a lot of people go no it's just a line of beavers they have a lot of beavers over there that cross that lake all the time you know and they swim in a line you know typically and it's just a bunch of these big you know and trust me I know you've seen a beaver in real life and so have I beavers are not small like people think they're huge (laughs) they're like the size of of a dog a small dog and I Yeah, man, going to be vicious, big time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Big teeth. (laughs) Oh, yeah, (laughs) big time. So, anyways, with that being said, you know, people have seen, you know, Champ across this lake many, many times. But the thing that really stunned everybody was this woman back in 1977, I believe, got a photograph of it. All right? Was it a selfie? No. This is back in 1977, the old Kodak camera. You can do a selfie with hosts. Well, at an awkward angle, sure. But anyways, let me finish here. So they get the photograph of it out there on the water. This picture has been reviewed and studied multitudes of times. Even Kodak industry itself went back to see if this thing had been tampered with or if it had been falsified. Nope. It's a legitimate picture. So the people who tried to argue saying it basically looks like a curved neck and you see the head like almost turning like facing toward you. The thing is people have said, well, okay, fine. The photograph is real. Fine. But uh, that can't be a real dinosaur. Okay, fine. What is it? (laughs) That's the part that people can't explain. You know, there's been a lot of false documents and pictures. The infamous Loch Ness Monster picture, the black and white photo from the side shot where you see it going through the lake with the yeah. neck up and ear and the head. Everybody knows the person who died on her deathbed admitted, yes, me and my brother actually faked that picture. It's not anything. It was, <laughs> I think it was a, I think it was a log or something they used to, to make that photograph. But either way, they, they faked it. But this one, to this day, nobody can figure out what it is. 
They, matter of fact, uh, the Historical Society in New York had taken a photograph and you reviewed it many, many times. And they said, for all intents and purposes, it's a Paleosaurus. Plesiosaurus. Plesiosaurus. Thank you. Please? Sorry. Whatever. So, they believe it is. But nobody can guarantee 100%. And that's the problem. Like, I wish to God this woman would have had an iPhone 13 then. Much better, you know, picture, right. clearer. Dude, you know. see, and that's why, like, I don't think, like, the plesiosaurs and, like, Loch Ness and Champlain and all that, I don't think they're real because right now would be the time that, like, especially over, like, the summer of 2020 when everybody was, like, doing outdoor stuff instead of, like, going to work. <laughs> yep. uh, like, there would be pictures of it somewhere. Oh, there are tons of pictures of this thing. But they're all, obviously, like usual, it's way off distance shots and everything else. Yeah, no. And even the video footage. So, yeah. We need somebody to dive. Dive those lakes. There needs to be a moment where we finally just have somebody who's, like, Five feet away from the thing and gets a photograph of it and says, there you go. Crystal clear. It's in frame. Like UFO pictures. Why is it? Don't even get me started. Bigfoot or UFO videos or pictures always looks like the person who's taking the photograph is caught in the middle of a, you know, a 10.5, you know, earthquake. It's like just everything's all shaky. Like nobody knows how to hold still and take a photograph. It, it annoys. It, oh, my God. It makes me so mad. I hate it. Bigfoot. Prime example. Here's the thing. If you send me a video and say, I got video, I got video of Bigfoot. If it shakes, it's fake. That's my, <laughs> that's my rule. Sorry. That's my rule I live by. If it shakes, it's fake. Well, I mean. Because if you saw a real Bigfoot and it's not running at you, trying to attack you, it's going, you're going to be sitting there going, I've got to get this. Because if you got that evidence, I'll give you an example. You'd be famous. Dude, not only that, let's say Megalodon. We were just talking about this earlier. There are people out there that if you proved that Meg was real, not only would you be famous, you would make millions of dollars off of it easily. Easily. That would be a super sketchy one to prove because there's a very few ways aside from like a submarine or like a mini sub or a ROV or there, a DSRV. It's funny you say like that. that. There is a guy that he will charge you $750,000 per person. To take you out on his private ship to go out in the Marianas Trench with ROVs to look for it, seven hundred fifty grand a day per person. Wow, I'm in the wrong business, um, ladies and gentlemen. I am now quitting, and I'm going to go get We're a boat. Shocking. <laughs> <laughs> seven hundred fifty dollars. Look, so um, the ROV boat that I worked on mm-hmm. cost about three million dollars to build. Now, granted, that was their own shipyard. I don't know if labor was included in there, but no, that's like, that's about I, right. The, I, I, the MMB that we use in the Navy, it, it's worth about three million. About yeah, three and no, a half. no, yeah. the whole ship, like the oh, the whole ship. Yeah, the oh, whole I was talking about boat. the ROV. We I used. don't, I don't know how much more the ROV was, but mm-hmm. they were, they were saying it took about three million dollars to build because we brought it to the shipyard. Now this uh, seven hundred fifty thousand dollars a day. Must be, like, few and far between for him to, like, pay the boat off. Yeah. I, I mean, after you pay it off, bro, you can drop it down drop it down to, like, 30 Gs, bro. Like, let's yeah. pay, Well, I mean, then again, I was going to say let's pay for fuel, but that's through the roof. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I could have misquoted that. It's definitely 750000 Maybe it's for, like, a few days or whatever, but it's <laughs> definitely per person. Bro. So. That's a lot. Yeah. 
um, I we need to get on that level so we can like go down and do some stuff or like, hey, Discovery Plus, if you're listening, let's let let's do some monster hunting in the Mariana Trench. You got money, let's do this. You're gonna go out there <laughs> even for that money and risk your life? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, bro. Because <laughs> the likelihood of me actually finding it and dying, yeah, yeah, I better chance some, of winning the lottery. I mean, there's that. That's one way to find it. Or I mean, you see it like the Coast Guard in Australia or whatever. Yeah. Or the third and final way, which would be the final way. The final way. Yep. <laughs> Chomp. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Nope. See, here's the thing. Like with the Great White, when it attacks, all right. Great White. They have three different ways of basically attacking. There is the predatory way. All right. The predatory way is when they come and they slam into you like a locomotive and bite into you. All right. Done deal. End of the day. All right. Second way is when it's territorial. Is when they come in and they will like swim around and keep uh, biting you, not trying to actually eat you, just biting you, because they're being territorial. They're protecting maybe their pups that are nearby, which they really don't typically protect their pups. But if it's like their mating area, they will do that. All right. And then the third is the the all likelihood of oops, you just happen to get too close. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, I mean, and like, it's trying to see what you are. Yeah. But the thing is, with a great white, it's so big. It's not that it's a killer. It's just that it's so big, and even a what they call the sample bite, the bite down to see what something is, is yeah. like two thousand pounds yeah, of pressure. Yeah, it's fatal. I mean, yeah. and that's the big misconception about uh, bull sharks. I mean, it's not that they're mean or fierce; they're usually coming in contact with you in murky water. In murky because, water. Yep. Uh, let, let's be real. A lot of people when they go to the beach, they're up in the wave zone, and that sand gets tossed around. Yep. They cannot see you. Yeah. You know, they're not like dolphins. They don't have, like, sonar or anything like that. They can't see you, so guess how they're trying to figure out what you are. You, If you're light-skinned and you look like a fish, you know, mm-hmm. anything light and shiny looks like a fish. So they're going to be like, I wonder what that is. Yep. And then Your hand going what? through the water in the murk, yeah. it looks like a little fish. I mean, a lot of the people that, like, get attacked or get have close calls with great whites are usually surfers because they look like a seal yeah. when they're paddling out and stuff. I- imagine that. Being on a surfboard, getting hit by something from underneath, going at approximately 35 miles an hour. Nope. Weighing 5,000 pounds. That's the same as getting hit by a Volkswagen bug at freaking 35 miles an hour. And the car bites you on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that, that it's scary to think about. Yeah, no, I... I so, since I said all that for my birthday present, late one, uh, going to uh, out to Discovery Cove, uh, for around Stephanie's birthday, actually in June, and I get uh, we already booked it. And I'm going swimming with the sharks. It's gonna be cool. I'm gonna make sure I video all of it too while I'm out You're there. You're gonna go do something for you on your wife's birthday? No, she booked it for me because we're really not doing anything for my birthday. My birthday's coming up in like next week, so. Huh. Yeah. Fair. Yep. Whose turn is it? Yeah, your turn. Dang it. All right. Uh, the next one is the Ayanapa Sea Monster. Over in Cyprus. In the Where were you? Where'd you go? I had Napa. <laughs> I had Napa. Yeah. I just got up. <laughs> oh, I, I need a nap. Um, the local fisherman called it Tofilico Terras, which translates into the friendly monster. So, <laughs> basically the only... Was it made by Disney? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it looks like something made by... Look at this. It looks like something made by Disney. Oh, yeah, it does. It looks like Hydra okay. got its head cut off a couple times. Yeah, and big time. like popped out. Basically, it looks like a multi-headed dragon. What was it? They had, it said it had six heads, um, a serpentine body, and flippers. And it didn't really, like, bother the fishermen 
mm-hmm. except it stole their nets and their fish. Like it didn't attack anybody. Yeah. Um, it just was hungry. That's why they called it the friendly monster because they'd see it pop up and it would want fish. It sounds like one of those like um, those dolphins that everybody feeds all the time. I forgot exactly what they call them, but when someone, oh a bigger dolphin. Yeah. Yeah. You know, people, like, feed them over and over again. They come up, and they're, like, eyeballing you, waiting for you to throw, like, mm-hmm. something they shouldn't have because you shouldn't do that. And, yes, people, that is a technical term for it. It's called a beggar dolphin. Yeah. Uh, there are dolphins that if you feed, hand feed them, they get used to it. They will stop hunting because now they're like, oh, well, I get a free meal. I don't have to hunt anymore. Yeah, and yeah. I guarantee you that's how that, that viral TikTok that's going around with the guy uh, that trained a fish in the wild, quote-unquote, to jump. Oh, yeah, the one he would throw him. in the water and it would swim yeah. back to him? Yeah. Guarantee he was feeding that fish, bro. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Fish actually, kid you not, especially like the fish you keep in like your aquariums at home, they do build a memory to the person who's oh, yeah. feeding them. They they, they, recognize, they actually recognize you. Dude, one of the areas I grew up on uh, Lake Gaston, North Carolina, mm-hmm. there's like a dock where carp would come up to feed because – and I, I didn't even know we had carp in there until this happened – but, like, big old carp would come up, big old carp, like your size, big carp, mm-hmm. big carp. And they would come up to feed because there would be uh, um, the owner over there, the homeowner, would throw them bread every freaking day. So there would be a freaking massive amount of giant carp out there feeding on bread mm-hmm. because they were feeding them. You hear that, ladies? He's got a big carp. So, Shut up. But check this out. So guess who I think I saw about three weeks ago out on the water, speaking of which? Who that? Zorro. Oh, no way. Yeah. I could be wrong. I def- definitively could be wrong. It was too quick. The fin had just went underneath the water, but it looked like Zorro's fin. Well, you have a history with Zorro anyway. Yeah. I, I, I seriously think that uh, Duke can sense your presence. Uh, for those of y'all wondering, Zorro is a dolphin that was uh, cataloged by Clearwater Marine Aquarium. I think also the uh, uh, the other one down south. See, well, north of here. Oh, I'm talking about Marine? No, the uh, the the college in St. Pete. Oh, uh, uh, whatever. I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head right Eckert, now. Eckerd. There, there we go. Eckerd. Yeah, yeah, I believe it was cataloged by them as well. But uh, he's got like a, a a carving basically out of his uh, dorsal fin. Yeah. And it kind of looks like a Z, hence Zorro. Yep. And for some reason, when I used to be the boat captain for Dolphin Research, I always seem to find him <laughs> so and he no, would he follow would the find boat you yeah, yeah he'd follow the boat and play around the boat whenever i was out there and it was kind of weird so we have a friendship yep that's my buddy yeah except he didn't feed him touch him or anything like that no, because no, no, that no. was highly illegal no we were doing straight research for the aquarium so yeah but yeah it was just kind of funny like as you just had this like oh, chances here <laughs> <laughs> uh speaking of let's see let's see what do. Government officials over in Cyprus have started a search for the sea monster. Um, they're hoping of spotting Ayanapa sea monster remains a highlight for many tourists and boating day trips. So it's a big driver of <laughs> tourism, so much so that the government has now gotten involved and gotten in bandwagon because anytime money can be made, there the government be, bruh. Hmm. Well, since we are here in Florida, we have our own sea monster. We actually have one. It has been spotted around Sarasota Bay, Tampa Bay, quite a few others. And it's not a made-up story. It's true. Uh, it has been seen in, I think, like 10 years, though. Uh, for a while, for about a month, people kept claiming to see this large, kind of like the oarfish, how I described it. Mm-hmm. Kind of like this big, long serpent creature that kept popping up in the middle of these bays. And it was like, you know, chasing off fish when the guys were up there trying to fish. And 
They tried to figure out exactly what it was, but they could never get close enough to this thing. Every time they started getting close enough for boats, boom, Bloop. it was gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in Florida, we allegedly have one that still keeps popping up every so often. It just randomly. What's its name? Nobody actually gave it a name yet. So we, Y'all people suck. We need to come up with a name. Yeah. Um, Tony. What's your name? Tony. Tony. <laughs> <laughs> That's his name. It's Tony now. Uh, right. Tony the Sea Monster. <laughs> right. What's your name? <laughs> yeah, we won't do that whole that whole uh, shtick because uh, it doesn't end well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, it ends well. It just wouldn't end well for it us. It ends well for us on, on yeah on audio and yeah, on no. radio. Oh yeah. man, we're about five minutes out from Val calling. Hey uh, Val, if you're listening, I'm sorry if I accidentally hang up on you. Just call back, please. <laughs> Don't fire me. I can't remember if she was actually calling in or coming in. It was one of the other I could. Oh remember. dude, I hope she comes in. It'd be fun to have her in the studio She's with us on the mic. Yeah. She is a trip. So we only got about five more minutes left, and then uh, either way, we're going to be cutting in and start talking about you know, our takeaways from that. Yeah. So in the last five minutes, I would like to definitely say that for people who believe in the Loch Ness Monster, you definitely uh, – I know we all want to believe in something. Let's start there. Let me Let me rephrase this and start over again. We all want to believe in something, but the Loch Ness Monster, really – Really? I mean, you need to you, you need to believe. You really need to believe. <laughs> All right, Tinkerbell. I mean, sometimes you just got to believe in something, buddy. Yeah. Uh, so the Loch Ness Monster. We all know the story. There's no reason to even beat a dead horse on that one. Now, once again, it's one of those situations. Could it actually exist? Yes, it could. The likelihood of it existing very, very, very small is one of those situations where, once again, this does fall back to size and food. You, you got to think about its ecosystem for its environment. If you have something that's, you know, that large. Now, granted, Loch Ness is a huge lake. It is massive and it goes on for miles. All right. So yeah, there, there could be plenty of fish there for it to feed off of. But if it exists now, that means it spawned from two others, so on and so forth down the line. All right? So that means there would probably be more than one in the lake. There would probably have to be a few. Yeah. Now, well, if I there mean, are... You, you and need at least a breeding pair. Yeah. Now, if there are, and you have that many in that lake, I'm sure somebody, somewhere, would realize, we have no more fish. <laughs> Where did they go? If all of a sudden you're, you have fish species all of a sudden up and disappearing and dying, okay. You know, and that's the thing. Here's how a lot of, like, scientists actually, you know, find ways to prove or disprove about these type of situations. They do look at the environment surrounding the said animal and go, well, if it exists, does it have a food supply? Is there a food supply yeah, chain to absolutely. keep it going? Well, and, and that and the... Like, cryptozoology, let's be real. Nobody takes them serious. <laughs> Some, some. All right, look. I, on on that topic, I mean, I'm, I'm I've got a I got something to say about the plesiosaur and evidence and all that stuff. But like, yeah. as far as cryptozoology, there's some I don't take ser- a, a lot that I don't take seriously. I was gonna say, yeah. but there's but there, there are some. Yeah. There's a couple out there that like legitimately put in the time and the effort and yeah. actually try to look at it from a scientific perspective using scientific method yeah they're not out there looking for a mythical creature they're looking out there for an actual scientific thing yeah, that I didn't mean, that we either thought was extinct or jeremy wade jeremy friggin wade dude there you, you go you cannot deny that jeremy yeah. wade is 
kind of a cryptozoologist in a way. I mean, he's a BA fisherman, dude. He's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, huge fan. If you ever listen mm-hmm. at some point, because we're I don't know, <laughs> but like <laughs> huge fan, dude is definitely a cryptozoologist because he comes at it and does an investigation of it. Yeah. And I mean, sometimes when you're investigating, the absence of evidence. Is evidence where, it, which is like where where the fish go, yeah. you know, or where this particular creature go? Because there's a lot of ecosystems right now where they're literally paying people to find a particular fish or a particular minnow in most cases, or a yeah. particular thing that has gone missing from that environment. And they're like, hey, we need to check, we need a, a, a subject of one of these species to check up on to run some tests to yeah, tag to find out what and happened, see where the hell they went. Yeah. Because, because nobody knows. That's very, very true. Because, And here's why. Because if all of a sudden a particular species just gone, disappears, yeah. you need to find out what happened. Exactly. Because is it something polluting the environment that we should probably be aware of that yeah. maybe we're next? Mm-hmm. You know, Because once you start messing with that fine little circle of life and start taking pegs out, it never ends well. I mean... Never. It's gotten to the point... One thing and feeds the other. Go ahead. I, I'm... They've literally tried poisoning like lakes and rivers and stuff to get rid of invasives. Yeah. And right now, another thing I dragged from a podcast over here. Um, they're I I'm a hundred percent against genetically modifying critters. Yeah. But invasives, they've done this crazy thing where they're modifying or like breeding and genetically modifying male fish mm-hmm. to have a double Y chromosome, so they cannot. Per, when they procreate, they cannot make a female. So okay. they're they're literally going out there and breeding with like the brook trout or whatever. Yeah, over yeah. on the west west side of the. But unit. see, in that situation, I definitely get it because you're trying to put the environment back to where it needs to well, be. Yeah, no, they not they, disrupt it. They did that because you know poisoning. Obviously, that's a bad, bad, bad idea. But then they brought in another species of fish to try to eat that species of fish, mm-hmm. and it wound up thriving because there's no natural predators. A lot of these things we're talking about, as far as sea monsters, they could potentially exist yeah. because they are in balance with the ecosystem. And if it's sustainable for them, yeah. they can be there and exist, and we'd never know because. The evidence is all the same. The ecosystem is the same because they are still there. They're still and they're there still, and have been. Yeah, and yeah. they may be keeping a population of, I don't know, dolphins in check, you know? Yeah, I mean, and it's giant squid. What eats dolphins? Shark. I mean, they're an apex, apex predator, but I mean... Sharks and killer whales, primarily. Yeah, but like, there's a ton of dolphins, and they procreate or uh, have sex for fun... I mean, like humans. So, yep. I mean, obviously, the population growth of humanity is going up. We're up at about almost 8.5 billion. Yeah. So, why is dolphins not at 8.5 billion other than, you know, they actually have to work to eat? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah. You know, but here's the thing, though, man. It's very, very true that there is, I, I guarantee there's going to be a lot more species down the line that we're going to find because it happens in the Amazon jungle almost every day. They find flowers. Yeah. They find, you know, insects, all kinds of stuff that either we thought was extinct or never even knew existed. And they do. They find that almost every day, roughly. So, and it's crazy. I, uh, and now we got parachuting spiders coming to Florida. Have you seen that? Oh my god, dude! I almost set my truck on fire yesterday because I found a random spider on me. Like I was going to burn a dag. Bro, you and me both. I can handle snakes. I can handle all that stuff. I hate spiders. Depends on the snake. 
Well, I, I don't know. I mean, most of the time, like... Yeah, but a, a snake is at least roughly big enough that you could spot it pretty quick, okay? Unless you're just absolutely not paying attention. Have just you seen bear, a copperhead? Bear, bear with me. Have you met a copperhead in the woods? Just bear with me. Opposed to a spider that's only about this freaking big around yeah. in the dark that you will never see coming. Are they They're like, like little ninjas. Are they hazardous to humans, these parachuting spiders? Um, They do bite. Yeah, all spiders bite, and all spiders are venomous. I don't know if they're venomous, so... Yeah. Yeah, I have to well, look into that one more. All spiders are venomous, yeah. just some but don't they affect humans. But they're not from here. That's the worst part about it. They're being carried by the wind. And they and it's a true story. It was like on Bro. 970 WFLA, all that stuff. They're coming to Florida. Hey, that parachute works, Come to Florida. Oh, Sorry. we need to get some more, like, love bugs or something to eat them. Where you at, Val? Yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> we're going to go ahead and we're going to cut off this show about, you know, Siemensters. And uh, we're going to be moving on to now... Go ahead and finishing up this last 10 minutes about uh, Mr. Herbert Eric Stevens. All right, so. What's your take on it, bud? My take on it is that guy is psychotic, and I don't care if he's in the other room. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, it's one of those situations where, you know, let's be fair, and be, because we're going to be fair, and we're going to be blunt and honest. You know that. That's how we are. My take on it is that I believe there is definitely a certain amount of truth. I just don't know how much. I don't know how much is definitive evidence or proof. Because I wasn't there. It's kind of hard to say that, yes, this is fact, that's fact, that's fact. But at the same time, the points in time he's pointed out, people involved with, we've done a lot of research on it ourselves. A lot of it kind of makes sense. So, it's it's a, if not anything else, at the end of the day, by far the most interesting interview that I have probably ever done. I've interviewed a lot of people in my lifetime from the paranormal and conspiracy theory people, the whole nine yards, you know, just celebrities, you name it. The story behind this, by far, most just insane story. It's like like I said last week or the other week when we had him on. It's like he lived almost a Forrest Gump life, but filled with corruption and scandal. He was at very important parts of history. He happened to be there, like Forrest Gump was when you watch the movie Forrest Gump, right? Same thing with him. You know, and the fact remains that if there's any truth to everything he's told us, everything he's told everybody, you know, with the interviews and everything, um, everything from, you know, from the creation of the GPS point-to-point navigation to Senator Rockefeller's aide taking that from him, you know, moving on up to Garmin, you know, b- being involved with Jeff Bezos and, you know, uh, I almost said Josh Gates, <laughs> Bill Gates. You know, and it's it's just crazy. It is absolutely crazy because crazier things in life have happened. That's why it's hard for me to just shut it off and go, well, it can't be true. That's just too far-fetched. That's just too crazy. Yeah, we thought that about MK Ultra. That turned out to be true. I mean, come on. So I'm not saying either side on whether or not it's false or if it's real. But I'm definitely not saying it's it's not real. See, that's kind of where I'm at on. Like, I can't confirm or deny it 100% because there's <clears throat> minimal evidence that we can find because, first of all, it, if it were true, we're dealing with some of the most influential and powerful people on the planet. On Literally. the planet. Yeah. So, I mean, not in co- the U.S., the of, planet. Of course, there's not going to be a whole heck of a lot of information in any of my digging on the internet or anything like that. Of course. Yep. But 
once again, the absence of evidence is also some evidence. I mean, and the fact that, like, there have been books sold and he hasn't got paid, first of all, we we can kind of... That we can kind of verify, <clears throat> yeah. Well, to an extent. To an extent. Like, I mean, I'm not digging in dude's pocketbook or anything like that. Like, I that, that's, that's, no. I would. I'm going to ask him how much he's got. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, we're not doing that. Okay. But, I mean, I... There's always a grain of truth, no matter how far fetched the story is. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. even the best liars weave in some truth here and there. Mm-hmm. And it's even if like five percent of it was true, it's, it's enough so to be the craziest story ever. Yeah, dude. I mean, what like, dude? You put it perfectly with saying that he lived a Forrest Gump life, except with like scandal and, and conniving and, and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, <clears throat> but like. He's such a good dude. We've talked to him. We hell, we talked to him for like three, four, maybe a couple months at least. Yeah. Before like this even came out, we're before, like, well, yeah. You know, I mean, that and, was shocking. And yeah. he's such a laid back dude to be like, you know, all like on the like S list of big names like Bezos and stuff yeah. like that. You know, guys putting uh well uh. Genitalia-shaped rockets up in the air. <laughs> this is true. That is true. You know, here's the thing. Um, if you want to disappear off radar, get rid of everything electronic. Yeah, it's that simple. All right. So we didn't read the book. <laughs> yes, and me and Jesse did not read the book. Yeah, no, we didn't read the book. Yeah. Um, I, 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 and I said this to him. Forty-four bucks is a little cheap, uh, steep for me to buy an ebook. <laughs> um, you want me to read it to me? Give it to me. It's all good. Um, <laughs> but um, just it's it is an unbelievable story and so unbelievable that it might be true. I you put know, it this I mean, way: there's there's so much the this we watched this guy sit here and talk to us and tell us about his story without a one sheet, without any Notes, reading material nothing. in front of him, and he got all but like two dates dead freaking on like like that colonel said he's got it tighter than a nat's ass yeah that's how tight his story is yeah so either like he's pathological or he's 100 percent like on it Absolutely. (laughs) and and here's the thing too let's be real let's be fair you and i we 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 bust on people all the time it's what we do yeah we bust on each other daily that's what we do i mean that's how we are all right it's hilarious yeah if we pick on you it's because we like you if we don't talk to you we don't like you right he's such a good dude he is a good dude but the thing is that at the end of the day because of our personalities how you and i are and how we are about this show if we didn't believe that there is a possibility of an ounce of truth to the story we would have never brought him on and that's to be fair and to be honest if i thought the entire thing he told us was an absolute crackpot lie. First off, I would have been like, this guy's insane. Put him on air because we're going to have fun with him. And we would have been busting on him at that point. For real. But what happened was we were so enthralled by this story and sucked in that we're like, it, we wound up doing three one-hour interviews of our show back yeah, to back with him. I, I, like, because we had to hear the ending. Yeah, we got to. Yeah. We got to know. And, and honestly, as this goes on, as this request requ- – progresses words are hard ladies and gentlemen <laughs> um as this progresses 
I, I, I want to know the result. I want to know the ending. I want to know what happens. Yeah. I mean, I want to know if this guy is vindicated or if he's FOS, you know? I mean, yeah. like, I need to know one way or other, and I'm not going to judge the dude one way or another because, I mean... It's like a court case. you got to wait for the facts to come out. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. But, like, here, but here's... I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm interrupting you. I lost it. It's gone. It took a walk. It took a walk. All right. <laughs> I am, too, right now. But the thing is, is that... All right, for those of you who may be tuning into the show, like, you know, late in the show, we were talking about, you know, Sea Monsters earlier. Um, after this show goes off air tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, there is going to be a five-hour block of past interviews of the three interviews that me and Jesse did, you know, with Mr. Herbert Eric Stevens. There's going to be uh, also an hour interview with uh, Miss Valerie Silver, um, the station manager. Um, and there's going to be another one with another uh, podcaster. I cannot think of his name to save my life, and I didn't have the sheet in front of me because I lost it somewhere when I was coming in. But anyways, so long story short, these three interviews are going to be having these interviews with him and him discussing his story all right, and what happened. Wrapping this up into a small little tight ball, basically the man claims, I'm going to say claims, I'm not saying he's a liar, just saying he claims, that he created the point-to-point navigation system, GPS. GPS obviously have been around, but he pointed, he created the point-to-point that could be put into a small box such as a blank cell phone, right? Yeah, and, and there's a lot of nuance to it, and you yeah. definitely need to hear the interview to get the, the interview. full story. And he goes into painstaking detail. And how this whole thing came to be with being taken away and everything else, we're talking about billions of dollars and crazy stories. So make sure you guys tune in. Make sure you listen to the five-hour block. And right now, we're going to be leaving you with some nice, soft music. Get you a pina colada, boy. That's right, boy. Cut through.